This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. Shall we begin? From from your blood, just one drop of your blood contains billions of strands of DNA, the building blocks of life. A DNA strand like me is a blueprint for building a living thing. And sometimes animals that went extinct millions of years ago, like dinosaurs, left their blueprints behind for us to find. A hundred million years ago, there were mosquitoes, just like today, and just like today, they fed on the blood of animals. Even dinosaurs. Sometimes, after biting a dinosaur, the mosquito would land on the branch of a tree and get stuck in the sap. The tree sap would get hard and become fossilized, just like a dinosaur bone, preserving the mosquito inside. Until Jurassic Park scientists came along, using sophisticated techniques, they extract the preserved blood from the mosquito and bingo, dino DNA. <laughs> And now we can make a baby dinosaur. And then we have the T Rex mm-hmm. and B- Velociraptors and Velociraptors and a whole <laughs> lot of scary creatures. BFM eighty nine point nine. You are listening to Popcorn Culture with Sharmila Arvin and sitting in for Lynn Cam Raslan. Cam, thank you for joining us today. Uh, thank you, thank you, and I'm glad that Lynn has lost her voice. <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> not at all the start to the new year I expected. <laughs> well, uh, it gives me a chance to be here. It is our first supercut of the year, and we thought, why change anything? Why talk about anything new? Let's just talk about the things we prefer to rewatch instead. So that's going to be the theme of today's show. Do send your thoughts through. We're talking about the movies and the TV shows that you could revisit, rewatch, binge over and over again. Tell us what yours are. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. And um, I just want to re- get a read of the room. I feel like I know. Um, I love re-watching particular things. Arvin, you're a fan of re-watches as well? A hundred percent. Like some things, some bad things more than others for yeah, some reason. Yeah. Yeah, bad yeah. things are actually surprisingly rewatchable. Fun to rewatch. But Cam, I understand... Not really a fan of the rewatch. Uh, yeah, until very, very recently, I just I do not, I did not rather rewatch movies because I thought you know life's too short. I've got to watch the next one, next one. <laughs> uh, but I mean, there are certain categories that 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 because I was a filmmaker originally, so certain the, the greats that that's homework. Um, but uh, yeah, no, generally, I, I until very re- recently, never. So why very recently? What changed? I think because Netflix is so terrible. <laughs> um, I mean, I spend more time scrolling through trying to find something to watch. It's like, well, I might as well just watch Mission Impossible again. <laughs> Which um, one of the Mission Impossibles? The later ones. The later ones. Right. Um, uh, and, yeah, I, I, I've become, in, again, in recent years, a bit of a fan of um, Tom Cruise movies. It's a particular genre, isn't it? And, um, and so I, I, I can rewatch those. And and I sort of hate myself. It's like, no, you've already watched Jack Reacher three times. I think that's enough. So 
Tom Cruise actually so that's so interesting that you bring that up because I think Tom Cruise movies the genre mm. are particularly rewatchable um, and there's something about the 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 template and the the expectation you're going to see the run you're going to see a gigantic stunt that he nobody could execute but him uh, you're going to see the smile um, and you recognize these things and there's a familiarity I think most of his movies are so rewatchable even the bad ones I think it's exactly for that reason because you said that I don't think you can get a Tom Cruise brand of action or anything from anyone else like people have tried right so the the Bond movies uh, the Bond movies to a certain extent but then the Bond movies like Bond Supremacy Bond Ultimatum stuff like that they try to replicate the the Tom Cruise formula um, they don't they haven't done it very well in most of their movies or all of their movies uh, although those movies have its own niche and stuff um, I think the same is the case for stuff like Jurassic Park we just played that clip um, you don't get quality dinosaur action slash horror slash characters <laughs> in any other movie. Like, no one's even trying. Because why would they, right? Like, no one's going to be able to stack up against Jurassic Park 1, 2, 3, Jurassic World 1, 2, 3 now. So it's like people keep going to those movies. It keeps making billions of dollars. Like, every single one makes a billion dollars because that's that's a genre by itself. It's like its own brand, right? So with Jurassic Park, for me, only the first one, really. Mm. Um, for me, the rewatchability factor is in the wonder. There are certain moments, uh, the first sight of the uh, Brachiosaur as um, Sam Neill steps out of the Jeep, mm. um, the first, uh, the, the footstep by the T-Rex in the dark with the water trembling. Um, you know, those things are scenes that are seared in my mind as cinematic moments. And I watched them when I was quite young. And so being able to rewatch them helps me recapture that feeling. Um, and sometimes with a bit of trepidation, right? Because if it, if like say 10 years go by, you haven't watched it, you often wonder, am I going to feel that again? And with some movies, you don't. And then with some, you realize, oh, you'll always feel that. And and I think it's kind of nice to be reminded of that feeling. So that's what I wanted to ask Cam. Um, like, did Jurassic Park have any effect on you? Does it have a lasting effect on you? Like, do you watch the new Jurassic World movies? Um, have you seen the first one again? Have you ever rewatched? Yeah, it has an effect on me in that it makes me want to turn off the television instantly. <laughs> I knew it. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, no, I love, I love Spielberg. I love Spielberg. Mm. And, um, and Bridge of Spies, for instance, is a movie that I can rewatch. Um, but no, the Jurassic Park movies, I, I didn't hate them, but it was just like, eh. Um, and I, I wonder if, uh, you think with Spielberg, you say about the rewatchability, he's a great filmmaker. Mm. And, and the tricks that he plays in terms of tension and character, these are really quite complex. And, and, and sometimes you, you don't realize quite how clever <laughs> they were until if, unless you sat down and watched, you know, I'm going to watch 10 minutes of this bit and just sample it. Um, so he could keep you back. But whereas I don't think Sharknado would would one <laughs> one or two um because sharknado yes i mean in jurassic world you know what happens but sharknado you know what happens and the trickery the cinematic trickery is not that great and so why would you watch that again Ah, but that's an interesting one, right? Because rewatching bad movies is an actual thing. Um, it's 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 the central part of many viewing parties where you get mm. together with friends and just laugh at how bad a movie is. Bad movies are actually always rewatched by particular kinds of people. Like if but I would... alone, alone, you're talking about a group. I, I uh, alone thing. sometimes, but largely, I think it's a group thing. It's a sort of let's get mm. together and laugh at how bad this thing is. 
like i think in a group setting you wouldn't pick um the batman or the dark knight to rewatch but you would pick batman and robin because of how bad or it Sharknado. is or sharknado <laughs> or sharknado um but coming back mm-hmm. to i i think movies that age with you uh, as you age have a different value in terms of rewatchability so um jurassic park for me was the first thing that i watched in cinemas on the big screen and when i was a kid jurassic park was all about dinosaurs 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 um as i grew older and every time i would rewatch that movie i would find something new to love about the movie because the the plot would unfold then i realized that it's not just about dinosaurs that it was about like ethics and genetic en- engineering and science and and conflict right so i feel like those sorts of movies are the best or one of the best when it comes to rewatchability because they always have something new to offer even though you've seen them a dozen times like on that 13th 14th or 15th time you'll oh get God. something else um, seriously that you, that you can so, appreciate what, yeah is this a cry for help uh, <laughs> <laughs> i mean seriously Jurassic Park 15 times come on seriously oh seriously? easy yeah. i i yeah. probably no. watch it in the cinema you know when they did the re rescreening i watched it in the cinema oh, twice oh you saw it again i did oh. i wanted to know what it would be like to watch it in the big screen again um and i did it twice because of how exciting it was did it work absolutely it's such oh. a cinema movie Oh, See, hang on, the the computer graphics now. I I watched that scene you described with the great big enormous ones going across the uh, the landscape. Now, when you watch the computer graphics now, it's like wow, they got cartoon um, sort of like big elephants walking around. Well, uh, I disagree though, Cam, mm, because no, Jurassic, Park, up, Jurassic Park, Jurassic um, Park, you know, singularly in comparison to the other films, because they actually use a lot of practical effects. Um, So on the rewatch, it actually has aged much better than some other films that use proper CGI. Um, And, and, you know, we're nerds about practical effects and we've talked about this quite a bit on the show. But I do think that um, that scene, the way um, the Stegosaurus looks when they touch the skin, those are those aren't CGI, and I think mm. that helps how well mm. it holds up over time. Actually, one of the reasons I watch Jurassic Park again and again is because I miss good-looking effects on screen. Like nowadays, when you watch a lot of the Marvel movies, and then you're like, "Oh, those look like cartoons," and they came out like six months ago. Um, I go back and I watch Jurassic Park because I'm like, "That's how CGI is supposed to look, or that's how visual effects are supposed to look." Like I'm supposed to get lost in the movie instead of being able to call out, "Like, yeah, there's no way Robert Downey Jr." is." in the same space as Tom Holland. So, Cam, I'm going to move you from Sharknado to the movie that you did say you've rewatched, which is mm-hmm. Lawrence of Arabia. And um, obviously, classic masterpiece, uh, mm-hmm. but also very long movie. So I'm curious about the rewatchability and what prompts you to want to revisit that. Well, that, you know, the length... You watch Bollywood. Uh, I do. Simon, this so, is true. This so, is true. You know, but sometimes in uh, pieces. Three and a half hours on. is... <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, Lawrence of Arabia, again, I was a filmmaker, so um, it's, it was homework. And, um, it, oh gosh, it's just so magnificent. It's actually now available on uh, Netflix, if you have a spare three and a half hours. It's, um, it, it was filmed on 70 mil, 70 millimeter, one of the few films that have been. So the quality of the picture is just absolutely strikingly sharp. And master filmmaker, absolutely on top of his craft. It's... Um, it's a movie that actually that Spielberg himself watches regularly. He says he watches it at least once a year, um, especially when he's about to start a production. He will watch Lawrence of Arabia to to get ideas, and um, it, the technique and the craft make it so rewatchable because he does the the filmmaker David Lean does things which 
um, the audacity of that. My God, no, what do you? No one has done that before, <laughs> and now everybody has done that. So, but I would put a lot of other movies in that same category for me. You know, Sergei Eisenstein, Kurosawa. I, I would rewatch them as homework. I think there's a there's a different category. The, the Tom Cruise, for instance, where mm. it's as entertainment. Um, that's where I've I've in recent times found myself rewatching movies. I, I mean, I'm a bit, a bit of a snob, I suppose. Maybe it's like, well, it's not hardly Citizen Kane, is it? But uh, <laughs> I really, really want to watch Taken Three again. No shame in that. Uh, we welcome I, all I, sorts. Yeah, I mean, I love the Taken movies. Liam Neeson is uh, a, amazing. A, Amazing. I don't Amazing. think you need to call yourself a snob cam. You've mentioned both Sharknado and Taken Three. I think <laughs> I think we're 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 all okay. But let us know um what do you rewatch? What shows um or movies can you revisit over and over again? Tell us your favorites, um, and you can call us double seven double three two nine hundred. You can send us a voice note at zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio and here's a little bit of Lawrence of Arabia. I deem him one of the greatest beings alive in our time. We shall never see his like again. His name will live in history. It will live in the annals of war. It will live in the legends of Arabia. Who is he? Fetu. Tavas! What is your name? My name is for my friends. None of my friends is a murderer. For over a quarter of a century, controversy has raged around the name of T.E. Lawrence. No man of our time has drawn upon himself so much praise and so much criticism. Lawrence of Arabia, the man torn between two civilizations. Lawrence of Arabia, filmed against a canvas of awesome magnificence. Be firmly motivated. BFM 89.9. Hey, my friend, where's my pleasing arc? Spaghetti arms. Could you give me some tension, please? You're invading my dance space. This is my dance space. That's yours. That's cha-cha. Don't look down. Look right here. Silvio. Yes, Mickey. How you call your lover boy? Come here, lover boy. And if he doesn't answer? Oh, lover boy. And if he still doesn't answer, I simply say, baby, oh, baby, my sweet baby, you're the one, baby. 
BFM 89.9, you're listening to Popcorn Culture with Sharmila, Arvin and Cam. We're talking about movies we love to re-watch, movies and TV shows that we'd love to re-watch. Uh, do send yours through. You can call 77332900. You can WhatsApp or send us a voice note at 018-789-8899. You can tweet us at BFM Radio. That was a little bit of Dirty Dancing. Um, and I have to say, this movie for me is so high on the rewatch list. Um, sometimes I rewatch scenes, sometimes I rewatch dance sequences, sometimes I rewatch the whole thing. And I think there's just something about the romance genre or, or you know, the, I suppose, the romantic comedy genre, um, where it's all about the feels and it's all about the heightened emotions. And sometimes you just want a little bit of that, you know, to mm. sit in a space where it makes you feel warm and fuzzy. Um, for me, this is a, a great rewatch film. How has that movie aged, though? Because I'm I'm thinking about like um I I know what you're saying like the the vibe and the nostalgia and just the the feeling that the movie gives right, um, but I've seen that movie once. Um, I I don't I, I I've never thought about rewatching it, and I cannot I cannot even though I've seen clips on YouTube and stuff I don't know how the movie has aged over time. Like, is it overly cheesy or does the cheese work? Um, is that why you rewatch it? I rewatched it fairly recently, about three years ago, maybe, mm. um, and not for just the second time. Uh, I <laughs> think it's aged actually remarkably well. Um, also, because it's it's one of those movies that wasn't even set in the time it was filmed, right? So yeah, it's set yeah. a little bit older than it was, and so I think that always helps because it's made with a different lens in mind, um, and also nothing about it, even in terms of say political correctness uh, feels particularly egregious. Maybe like a pretty woman might not age so well today, mm. even though that's another one of those rewatchable movies that people rewatch. So rewatchable. Yeah. But that, I think sometimes you have to adjust your expectations a bit. I didn't feel that way about A Dirty Dancing. Hmm. I, I've never actually seen Dirty Dancing. Well, um, Cam, I, make your movie list now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, um, I, I would, I've never seen that. I've never seen Ghost. Uh, Do you just hate uh, Patrick Swayze? No, yeah, funny. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I am saying Patrick Swayze, aren't I? It never really gripped me. Um, I'm wondering though, with the the rewatching, you're you're all talking about rewatching movies, which you watch it again and you you thought, oh, it's really good. What about when you rewatch it and you realize? Actually, it's not nearly as good as Yeah, that. and that happens with these sort of romance movies as well because you watch it at a particular age. Uh, perhaps the person acting in it was a heartthrob at the time and, you know, you were a teenager and then you rewatch it 10 years later and you're like, what was I thinking? Why was that movie so interesting to me at a particular point in time? I think that 100% happens. Because I, I, I remember Pulp Fiction with great fondness and I, when it first first came out, which is, what, 1992 or something? And I, I started watching it just the other day, and it irritated the hell out no. of me. Oh, wow. Yeah, no. maybe because I'm just so familiar with the scenes um, that they kind of lacked the freshness and they'd become cliches in some way. I don't know. But um, the whole, you know, Royale with cheese and, and all that, it's like... Just, no, just get on with it. Get on with yeah, it. Yeah, maybe know. it's the repetition, it right? I mm, feel sometimes yeah. that way about The Matrix, where so many things have been parodied and and redone yeah. and quoted so many times that when you watch it in the movie, it no longer feels fresh or special. For me, I think it's Die Hard. 
Mm. That happened in Die Hard. I know Die Hard oh, is like really? the action movie, mm. but um, also the annual Christmas rewatch movie. The, yeah, yeah. But I think for me, Die Hard has that same effect. I'm like, eh, I'm not, I'm not feeling it anymore. The falling off the balcony no yeah, longer yeah, yeah. feels the same. Yeah. But, no, speaking- but having said that, I, sorry, with Die Hard, I think that I would agree with you with the Bruce, Bruce Willis bits, mm. but the the um, Alan Rickman bits, on the other hand, uh, oh, I could rewatch those bits. I could, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never done a Die Hard rewatch in a very long time. I feel like maybe the time is right. But before we move too far away from romance, because I have so many responses lined up uh, that are within the genre, and I wanted to get to some of them. So we've been asking you for your favorite rewatches. Uh, so on Instagram, Sissy Daru says '90s, 2000s rom coms never get old. Um, mm-hmm. Juju Jaja says Serendipity always gives a heart that hopeful beat. Islith says 500 Days of Summer and about. About time, about time, um, is such a great film. But I don't mm-hmm. know if I can rewatch it. It, it I, I cry too much. But it has that rewatchable quality. So much of it in my head, it does. Mm-hmm. Until I actually think I want to watch it, and mm-hmm. then I'm like, no, I don't know if I can weep my way through the night today. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I don't even know what it is. Oh, um, it's Richard Curtis, whom I know you've not been the uh, biggest yeah, yeah, fan yeah. of. That's yeah, why, that's but this why. is one of his less sappy ones. If okay. that helps. Um, right. And then let's see. Nawa Shukri says, Clueless and my best friend's wedding. Bessie Harris says, Just Like Heaven. Um, and Kelster says, Pride and Prejudice. Uh, DNA. Oh, which one, though? Oh, which one? Mm. Yes, Kelster. Do get back and tell us which one. Uh, meanwhile, uh, uh, DNA IRG says, Sex in the City, Julie and Julia. So send your thoughts through. What movies or TV shows? Do you rewatch over and over again? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Uh, in the meantime, this is another one of Cam's picks. This is Get Back. We're talking about fourteen songs. We hope to get. I've got a feeling. How many have we already recorded? Good enough. No. None of us has had the idea of what the show's going to be. I've got a feeling. I would dig to play on the stage, you know. Nobody else wants to do a show. I think we've got a bit shy. Documentary is grinding to a halt. Grinding to a halt, I think it's taking off. (laughs) Here we go. The best bit of us always has been and always will be is when we're backs against the wall. All we've got is us. What do you think? When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom. Do you want to do it once more then? Yes, yes. I mean, we'll never get a chance to do it again. Audacious, fabulous minds. BFM 89.9, the business station. Captain, how soon can you land? I can't tell. You can tell me I'm a doctor. No, I mean, I'm just not sure. Or can't you take a guess? Well, not for another two hours. You can't take a guess for another two hours? No, 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 I mean, we can't land for another two hours. Fog has closed down everything this side of the mountains. We've got to get through to Chicago. Both pilots... Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Doctor, I've checked everyone. Mr. Stryker's the only one. What flying experience have you had? Oh, I 
flew single-engine fighters in the Air Force, but this plane has four engines. It's an entirely different kind of flying, altogether. It's, it's an, an entirely, entirely different, different kind of flying. flying. Mr. Stryker, I know nothing about flying, but there's one thing I do know. You're the only one on this plane who can possibly fly it. You're the only chance we've got. BFM 89.9, you're listening to Popcorn Culture with Sharmila, Arvin and Cam. And we're talking about movies and TV shows that you would re-watch over and over again. Send yours through. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. 322 Send us a WhatsApp or voice note at 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. That was a little bit of Airplane and uh, one of Arvin's rewatch picks. Oh, um, Airplane. I, I cannot tell you how many times I've rewatched Airplane and the second Airplane. Uh, but the one with Leslie Nielsen is obviously far, far better, which is the first one. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it doesn't get any less funny, no matter how many times I've seen it. Like the jokes always land. Uh, the comedy always works, even though it's like what? It was made in the late 70s or mm. 80s, that one. Um, yeah, it's one of those things. Like I can put it on at any time if, if I just need like a pick me up, if I need something to laugh at, that something that's guaranteed going to get me smiling. It's Airplane. Like, it's one of my top three comedies. Leslie Nielsen and Mel Brooks, uh, for me, are all oh, yeah. are so rewatchable, right? Um, two movies for me, Dracula, Dead and Loving It. Mm-hmm. I can literally quote lines from it. That's how many times I've rewatched. And Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Again, mm. there are parts of that movie that I can, in my mind, I can imagine the scenes because of how many times I've rewatched. Comedy, I think, um, particularly if it's a... if it, I don't know. I think some types of comedies are rewatchable exactly because you can see the joke coming and it's still funny. Yes, yes. Yeah, I um first of all, uh how old are you people? Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, Do you know Leslie Nielsen Cam? Was he before your time? <laughs> I God, he was he was like a young man in my time. Um, no, uh, I I think comedy and music uh, films are a separate genre in that, yes, comedy is a very rewatchable thing. I personally wouldn't choose Airplane, but I do have my comedy go-to movies and and sitcoms for that matter. I can watch sitcoms again and again and again. I've watched sitcoms more than anything else and so that I know the timings and I, I study and it's just, it's such a joy when the when the comedy is like, it's like music when it, it hits the notes so well. Uh, I think my, my choice for is Were the Millers. Oh, um, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Uh, yeah. The one with Jennifer Aniston. Yes, mm. yes. Um, and it's uh, very funny. Uh, it's just brilliantly done. Comedy is, I think, by far one of the most uh, popular genres to be coming through from our messages to uh, from listeners. Um, so... When it comes to film, uh, Sue Ann says Princess Diaries, Jumanji. Ashley says Princess Diaries. I think Princess Diaries is very, very watchable. Um, a number of people talking about uh, chick flicks. So Never Really says Legally Blonde. Poland says, I rewatch Legally Blonde so many times. Bridget Jones' Diary as well. They're easy to watch when you want to wind down. So mm. the mention of uh, Princess, Princess Diaries, right? Um, Princess Bride is also a very, very rewatchable movie, I think. Well, I mean, you can hear you can hear him do the Inigo Montoya line yeah, yeah. many, many times, and mm-hmm. you never get sure. bored. <laughs> You're a film purist, aren't you? That's that's. Uh, <laughs> I um, I mean, the, all these movies they separate us by our ages, though. I mean, not just our gender, but by our well, apart from you two who watch movies from before you were born, but um, <laughs> yeah, it it's movies that we've carried over with us. I think that. Um, 
Legally Blonde wouldn't resonate with me, but I can well understand why. If you have a Legally Blonde in your life at the age of, uh, I don't know, say 15, you, you would want to grow with that story. If, if it, if it, really, it would represent you, uh, an aspiration when you're 15 and something you would, would, you would want to maintain in your life. I think it would also represent um, a generation and the way a generation might speak or, or joke or because certainly there's a particular, um, say, a 90s kind of humor or a 2000s kind of humor that's reflected in these comedy films that for people from a different generation, it won't resonate. Um, and so when you revisit, it's a reminder of how your friends and you used to talk and the kinds of things you used to mm. laugh at. Mm. Um, mm. So people are talking about, so Vincent Shungan says, stuck in LRT now because of a breakdown and all I want to watch is Borat, Mean Girls, huh. and White Chicks. Trashy but classy comedies work always. I'm not sure about classy in regards especially <laughs> to White Chicks and Borat, but sure. Yeah, um, Steffi Shin says Mean Girls. Uh, Annie Betty Asman says White Chicks. Dan says on rewatchable movies, White Chicks. Crude and politically incorrect as it may be, we can't deny its rewatch value as it's been a guilty pleasure comedy rewatch for many. You know what I realized? That a lot of these names that are popping up are also movies that you would watch on an airplane. Um, not on the movie airplane, but <laughs> but on like on on a flight, right? Because um, that's mm. also one of my favorite places to rewatch things. I normally don't watch movies that I haven't seen before. I don't know why, because you can't really focus. Um, and I put on things that I have seen before because you can kind of zone in and zone out. Um, all of these movies, Borat, stuff like Anchorman, Talladega Nights, uh, Will Will Ferrell comedies, all make like perfect flight movies or rewatchable flight movies. I think. Yeah, it was actually on flights that I discovered um, Korean films. Uh, oh. Mm. And, yeah, and so I've been recently in a re-watching those great Korean films that I watched. And I, I've discovered one thing, which is I, I'd forgotten so much about them. Um, and that surprised me because I thought that uh, when I think of the Lawrence of Arabia, I, I know it line for line. I really do. Uh, I've watched it not that many times. Not as much as you've, you've watched Jurassic Park. My God. <laughs> uh, I mean, 15 <laughs> watches of Lawrence of Arabia could age you. That, yeah, it, yeah that, that's a real commitment. <laughs> that's a lifetime. Um, yeah. But, um, but then when I watch these Korean movies, and it makes me wonder, I really love them, but are they just not very memorable? Ah, I, I, mean, I, hmm. I, I walk away with a sort of like a, an outtake, a, a particular kind of feeling, but scene by scene, I couldn't remember. And, or is that just a factor of me getting older and not remembering things quite so well? See, it's interesting that you say that because I do find that the newer things I watch don't stick in my head as much. I wonder whether part of it might have to do with age. The other being the fact that you binge or you stream them and somehow they leave less of an impact on you. Oh, I think the streaming thing is definitely a, a factor because like before, right, when you go watch something in the cinema, um, you don't. There's no way you can retain all that information of what you've seen on the big screen, all the the sights, the sounds, the visuals. So you'd have to find some way to either buy a ticket again and go rewatch, or you're going to have to rewatch it at home. At least for me, um, I I don't think streaming has that effect because you have a chance to pause, um, you have a chance to to skip forward, skip back, uh, get the details that you want again. If you missed the scene, you can go back and watch it. So I don't think. I don't know. I, I can't think of any movie on streaming that I've actually rewatched again um, in the last couple of years, two, three years at least. So I uh, just wanted to quickly read this one out, Arvind. Uh, Cam, you were impressed 
at Arvind having watched Jurassic Park 15 times. I, hey, I never said impressed. I never uh, okay. said impressed. <laughs> you, were, you were something. You were taken aback, let's say. Yeah. Haley, yeah. Haley says, Jurassic Park rewatched over 30 times, memorized oh, no. too many things. Oof. Wow. I don't think anyone can top that. If you can, get in touch. We want to know. <laughs> That's impressive. Yes, that is impressive. I'm not complaining. I completely see why you would. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also wanted to circle back to what Cam was saying about TV and, and sitcoms because so many people are sharing um, sitcoms that they rewatch. And certainly, I think because of the the, the brevity of the episodes, right? Your 30-minute chunks. Um, mm. Friends, so many people are saying, uh, Sipriska Leong, Kavita Nav, Jessica, Doreen, um, Liana James, Kay Azrali, Sherilinda, Nabila. They're all saying friends. Nabila says, yes. friends, I'm talking about a good. yearly repeat. It's a must. Can't live without my friends. Good, good, good. Um, and I, I re-watched uh, Frasier recently. Mm-hmm. I watched it I think once, maybe twice back in the day in the 90s. I rewatched it and I and I was surprised at how good my recall was. I mean, they made 500 episodes, but I was able to remember the jokes coming up and I'd only watched it once back in the 90s. Others that people are talking about, um, Mozahad and Sharon C. say, How I Met Your Mother. Uh, Sharon also says, Friends. Um, and then we have, let's see, Nimi saying, How I Met Your Mother and Big Bang Theory. Uh, Rahma, Nawal, Farhan, Nurul Hasfifi, NRMRHMDN and Afifa all saying Big Bang Theory, which also is a very, very popular rewatch one. So if you watch clips on YouTube, is that considered a, a, a rewatch? Because most of my office consumption of The Office um, is on YouTube. I don't think I've seen much of like full episodes from start to finish. Wow. Um, as much as I, I've binged like just clips after clips after clip on uh, some social media platforms. So w- would that be considered like a full rewatch? I or think no? for a sitcom, yes. Mm. Even though there are things that you lose in between. But for a sitcom, I mean... A, a five-minute clip is is a fair chunk. Like it's a whole sequence of that show. Yeah, I would say yes. Hmm. I, I guess the 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 the, the genre is is uh, is made for that. If you if you said that you'd done that for say Doctor Zhivago, um, <laughs> I watch the clips. <laughs> yeah, you know, just the know, scenes. That, that, yeah, I wouldn't. Re- that wouldn't really work. So we are talking about things you like to rewatch. Uh, send yours through movies, TV shows. We're taking them all. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Speaking of sitcoms, this is a fairly recent one that, uh, at least for Arvin and me, has been a great source of joy. We've re- rewatched multiple times. Cam, have you watched Shit's Creek at all? Yeah. Yeah, it uh, it didn't really grab me. Okay, Okay. all right, two out of three. Here's a little bit of Schitt's Creek. A quarter cup at a time. A thin stream. It's supposed Uh to be a thin stream. Blend it really Uh well. Or you'll burn... David, that's not right. Okay, well, that's because I'm ladling and stirring at the same time and you're just standing there. Now is not the time to lose focus, darling. This was your idea. You're the one who allegedly made the enchiladas. Yes, so try to keep up. Okay, next. Now's the time to sprinkle in the chili pepper flakes. We've already done that. What number are we on? Oh, my God, is this not your mother's recipe? Yes, and now I'm passing it on to you. So try to keep up. Um, Oh, next step is to fold in the cheese. What does that mean? What does fold in the cheese mean? He folds it in. 
I, I understand that, but how, how do you fold it? Do you fold it in half like a piece of paper and drop it in the pot, or what do you do? David, I cannot show you everything. Okay, well, can you show me one thing? You just... Here's what you do. Uh-huh. You just fold it in. Okay, I don't know how to fold broken cheese like that. And I don't know how to be any clearer. You take that thing that's in your hand, uh-huh. and you... If you say fold in one more time... It says fold it in! This is your recipe. You fold in the cheese then. Don't you dare. You fold it in. David! Oh, good. Now I see bubbles. David! What does burning smell like? Building Fit Malaysians. BFM 89.9. What's the most resilient parasite? An idea. single idea from the human mind can build cities. An idea can transform the world and rewrite all the rules. Which is why I have to steal it. Never recreate from your memory. Always imagine new places. Hiding something, and we need to find out what that is. We gotta break out of here. In the kick! This was not a part of the plan! FM 89.9. It is 8.22. You're listening to Popcorn Culture with Sharmila, Arvin and Cam. And that was, of course, a little bit of a, a dream within a dream within a dream, Inception. Um, and in fact, we're talking about movies that you would rewatch over and over again. I feel like you have to rewatch that movie over and over again just to try and figure out what it is. Or Tenet. Or most of Nolan's. Yeah, I was going to say like Inception, yes, it's, it's like super rewatchable. But let's be let's be like honest. Most people are rewatching the scene just to figure out if the top drops. <laughs> like that, that's the rewatchable bit of the movie. And they that's just, the answer you'll never have. We'll never have. We'll never get. Well, I, sorry, Cam. I was just going to say um, that Lukman Zambri and Don Lo have both said Inception as their favorite rewatches. Really, I, I'm surprised that it was... It's. Uh, been chosen, but it is actually a film that I have rewatched and would happily rewatch again because not because I want to work it out or anything, but there's something very tactile about that movie. There's something you want to touch. You want to touch those locations somehow. It, it's it's very inviting. You almost like you want to eat them. I I, <laughs> I can't quite describe it, but the in the, in the way that I don't know. I guess you with Jurassic Park to speak a language that you people might understand. <laughs> you you probably wanted more than anything else to be able to touch those dinosaurs. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, um, I agree. And to be able to realize something that's absolutely unrealizable. And and I and I feel Inception has that quality. Tenet does not. Tenet does um, not. 
Yeah, yeah, absolute I, failure. I've never actually wanted to rewatch Tenet since I watched it in the cinema. I mean, I enjoyed it a lot, um, and and of course, there's a, we talked a lot about it, but I haven't necessarily wanted to rewatch it since it dropped on streaming. Um, Inception, though, or Prestige, for that matter. Actually, Prestige, I rewatch at least once a year, just because I love that Bowie. movie so much. Got, of course, Bowie, and so. Bowie, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, we would like to hear from you. Tell us the movies and TV shows that you rewatch. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a WhatsApp at zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We have so many coming through. Um, Let's see. We have Brian saying, my TV shows would be How I Met Your Mother. Movies is Marvel Phase 1 material and Lord of the Rings. Hmm, specific. Ooh. Only Phase 1? I don't blame Brian, though, to a certain extent. Because after Phase 1, it all becomes a little bit of a tangled mess. And you have to watch too many things. Hmm. But also, I think superhero movies have that quality, right? Like, you can just pop them in at any time, um, at least for me, and just watch, like, even even the bad ones, even the ones that are mediocre, have that rewatchable quality to them. So I'm going to say I'm going to say phase one, two, and three. Phase four, the most recent one, maybe not so much. James says, Shawshank Redemption and the Godfather trilogy. Oh, well, uh, uh, James, James, I, I like you, James. <laughs> All that stuff about Marvel, I was really, I was, I was falling asleep. <laughs> uh, no, Shawshank, I think, um, ranks on, I, I saw a couple of lists, very consistently high. Shawshank and mm, Godfather yeah. rank very high on movies that people rewatch. And I yeah, think it's, it's got to do with, um, if I may, to extend your, your tactile metaphor, I think it has to do with like the story or narrative version of it. There are some stories that you just want to, like it's brain food. You want to keep rewatching and getting new things from the story. Um, and even though you may know everything, you go back and you're like, ooh, I didn't, I didn't notice that inflection in the way Brando spoke in that scene. Actually, since we're talking about this, right, um, I want to go back to something that Cam said about Lawrence of Arabia and um, how it was shot on, on 70mm, 70mm. Um, and I'm thinking about how much is lost when a movie transitions from the big screen to the small screen? Like, I, I cannot watch Blade Runner 2049 on a small screen, even though I love that movie. I love, love, love that movie. Um, and I would love to rewatch it. But there's something, it loses like 90% of the cinematic quality, even though it's, I have it on Blu-ray, it is on, on Netflix. Um, there's no way I'm going to be able to replicate that experience of the, the sights, the sound, the scope, right? So I'm thinking that also has to be important. Like, movies have to retain something when they transfer over since that's the only way we are going to be able to watch them outside of a cinema and some movies just can't i think like blade runner is one of those movies that just cannot cannot transfer properly i think so i have actually two points on that but i think uh, tidj's message is quite relevant so tidj's rewatch is the 10 commandments and then they go on to say Mm. watched it so many times as a child watched it again about two months ago on streaming loved it then still love it now something i can rewatch and 10 commandments Lawrence of Arabia are all films that are meant to be watched on a large scale. So I am going to throw this back to Cam and ask, do you think it loses something on a small screen? It depends on how small are we talking about. Because nowadays, when you say small screen, you're talking about a phone. (laughs) Half a Uh, cinema, maybe. (laughs) But people people do watch on the phone. On the phone. I I mean, even like a 65-inch TV or 70-inch TV is not enough to capture, I think, I don't think it's able to capture that, that, you know, the scope of these movies. No, of course it, it cannot. It cannot. And I've been, I have been very fortunate to have watched um, Lawrence Arabia on big screens. Actually, in one instance, in a cinema with David Lean, um, 
and uh, Peter O'Toole. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah. what oh, a flex. Te- tears in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, nothing, nothing can quite touch that, and 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 yeah, that that experience will be lost. Um, it, yeah, it will, and people will be watching these things on their phones, um, and will be appreciating them or dismissing them from the phone. I mean, nothing you can do about that. <laughs> That's a sad statement, though. I know. W- watching Interstellar on the phone. Oh my god. So I. But, I... There, but there are films that you've watched that you said yourself that you've really enjoyed. You watched it on a plane. I mean, how yeah. bad. How bad can is, that is be? Do other settings? Yeah, yeah, bad, bad. So planes are great for rewatch. I agree. Mm. I, I there are some movies that I haven't watched that when I see showing on a plane, I'll think to myself, "Oh, I've been dying to watch this, but I will not watch it on this screen Same. because it's it's just not it's doing that film a disservice." I wouldn't. I w- I don't think I'd even rewatch a lot of the Rings in a plane. For oh, instance. oh, never, never. It kind of degrades. It's an insult to the movie. <laughs> it's a, you're insulting the movie. HX says, my go-to rewatch is Mean Girls for movies. So many quotable gems. For TV, I revisit Rick and Morty, a sinful lot as well. White Chicks is that terrible movie that people rewatch a lot, but my God, it's actually really bad. And I agree on the usage of practical effects. Just compare A New Hope and Clone, well- Clone Wars. The latter hasn't aged well. No, but I 100% yeah. co-sign the Rick and Morty. Like you can watch that any number of times. And uh, the fact that Mean Girls keeps coming up is very surprising because for me, actually, my ultimate rewatch is Parent Trap. I can watch nice. that mm-hmm. one. I could just like, like it finishes. Let's do it again. <laughs> well, you know, I'm starting to think Lindsay Lohan's actually been in a surprising number of rewatchable films. Parent Trap, great, great Mean actor. Girls, Freaky Friday. I'd rewatch that anytime. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think well, what's there's... the one with the with the beetle? Oh, Herbie. Uh, Herbie. Herbie. Herbie's a good... I, Herbie. I think Herbie's a rewatchable Herbie's movie. a fun one. Yeah, it's a fun one. Leng says... Oh, Leng says Black Mirror San Junipero. Every time I watch it, I see new things. I spot Easter eggs. Some things said made sense. I even watch reaction videos on YouTube to re-experience mm. the first time watching it. San mm. Junipero is hands down my favourite episode of Black Mirror. It's also one of the few that I actually rewatch. Same. And it also makes you feel good, which the other episodes don't. Yeah, maybe that's why it's so rewatchable because yeah. you don't necessarily want to be in some of those other dystopian futures. Nope. So, yeah, which is precisely why I haven't watched them and why of them. I have been rewatching movies because I don't want to go to that place. I want to go to the happy place. So I was. Um, we we didn't get a chance to ask you earlier, but you said that you rewatched uh, Get Back, the Beatles documentary series, um, oh, yes, yes, which yes. to me was really interesting. Is is that purely because of Beatles fan Beatles fandom? I, th- I think so. I, I mean, I am a big Beatles fan. I don't think that a non-Beatles fan would uh, experience it in the same way. I'm not, I don't think so. It's, it's eight hours, all told. I've watched it four times. Talking to you now, I want to watch it again. Um, and I'll happily watch it again. But it's, it's uh, you, music, you know, popular music, they're three-minute songs. So we're, we're watching people I love, beloved to me, create music. But ultimately, the product they're coming up with is only three minutes we happily listen to to a three minute song again and again and again and again, uh, but here we are talking about the kind of commitment necessary to watch a ninety minute movie. Um, and well, in the case of Get Back, I mean, I just they're just so important to me that I just have to watch it. But uh, but the whole ninety minutes, it's uh, it's a commitment. Well, I mean, I think it's telling, right, that there are actually very few. Um 
serious or slash drama TV shows coming through in the messages. Mm. And even for us, we didn't really pick them when we were talking about what clips to play because it's a commitment to rewatch, say, Breaking Bad or oh, Mad yeah. Men. I mean, I love Mad Men. I've watched a Mad couple Man. of I've yeah. I've watched a couple of seasons again, but I don't think I've rewatched the entire show yet. And that's just because it's a huge time investment. I think. But I have done. I've done Arvin's uh, watching bits on YouTube of Mad Men. Mm. Oh, Mad Men is great for that as well because it yeah. also has these great scenes and lines. It's got some really yeah. good scenes. Um, the only serious TV show that I've rewatched is Lost. Um, and you even, actually rewatched it a, a, a really? bunch of times, like again and really? again. Yep, yep, yep. Some, especially the earlier seasons, seasons one to three, I think, are like very strong. And then four, but five, it and six. Never added up to anything. Wasn't that a frustration? Is like, why, why am I watching this again? It never go. I know, I know, it doesn't go anywhere. Why I would think, you watch it? For me, it's the it's the characters. I think I love mm. the the characters and the way they you know they they won that island and stuff. And the the mystery got me in the first three seasons. Um, it's mostly for the characters. I just I love the vibe of that show. Mm. So we have a number of people bringing up musicals. So I think it's time we oh. sort of opened up that box. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh says, my rewatch list, The Sound of Music, and then Indiana Jones, Notting Hill, my favoritist. Edwin also says, uh, Sound of Music, Singing in the Rain, uh, My Fair Lady. And there were so many uh, musicals up here that I've grouped together that I'm getting to. Ah, so Rice and Fishball says, I love rewatching musicals of the 60s, Sound of Music, My Fair Lady, Dr. Doolittle. Is it the sepia tones or the technical quality or the music and tunes that stick in your mind? I enjoy rewatching movies and series that I watched during childhood, teenage years and university days. Anything I watch after entering the world of adulthood, responsibility and taxes, I barely give a second thought. <laughs> yes, you know, my, my fair lady, I, 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 I grew up loving that movie. I rewatched it recently and two things stood out. One is, wow, it's really slow. Uh, <laughs> no, hurry up! Uh, but also, th- suddenly the 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 rank misogyny of um, of uh, Professor Higgins and and the bullying of um, of uh, the Audrey Hepburn character uh, Liza Doolittle is it, it just became it's this is not funny anymore. You know, it's not fun. You just, I just want to like, doctor, please. Sorry, Professor Higgins. You know, <laughs> just cut it out. Stop. Just go. Get away from me. You know, it still looks amazing, and the songs are great. But I don't know. Hmm. I was surprised that I didn't like it as much. As you didn't do the rewatch throwback with us, right, Arvin? With Lynn and I did it with Dash. I think I, I, I didn't do it. Yeah, um, yeah. And you were spared the the musical. The music. No, but the thing is, for someone who doesn't like musicals. There are a couple of musicals that are high on my rewatch list, like La La Land. I can watch any number Bunch of times. A bunch of people are saying La La Land. I um, love La La Land. Sparks Lover. Let's see. Um, yeah, no, it's coming through. Lots of people love La La Land. Yeah. Sweeney Todd is another one. Sweeney Todd, yes. I can watch that any number of times. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't like musicals, but then they are like, when they are good, they are really good. Wow, Sweeney Todd, it's a very challenging musical, though. Uh, and you don't like musicals. I mean, that's that's that's... In at the deep end kind of musical, that one. It is. It is. I love it. Yeah. 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 We have um, in that same vein, let Sound of Music really is the top. So many people. And, 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 you know, I can understand why. Because I think even as a child, I probably at one point watched Sound of Music every day. Like I would play mm. it every day while I had lunch. So, and, and it's such a indelible memory for so many people growing up. Uh, and it we, taught you the songs in school. They taught you the songs in school. It taught you how to, um, you know, learn the musical 
musical notes. Yeah. Um, we have Sophia Shabani saying Mamma Mia, which I think also has to do with the ABBA slash um, nostalgia of it um, for the rewatch quality. I haven't seen okay. any Mamma Mia. Oh, can you be? Yeah. Can you can you like that fan and, and I'm sorry, that movie and not be an ABBA fan? Is it possible? I don't know. Oh, that's interesting because I have heard people who are not necessarily even of that generation really quite enjoying Mamma Mia because mm. I think the songs okay. are so catchy. Oh, they're brilliant! They're brilliant. brilliant. Oh, since since we're on that on that note, right, Cam? Did you like Yesterday as a Beatles fan? Uh, no, I did not. Okay, ah, interesting. I, I, yeah, I wanted, I had to ask. Had to ask. Uh, I don't like. I don't really like working title movies, and we've mentioned working title movies a few times. Notting Hill, etc. There, there's some. There's a deep cynicism about the way they operate that I, I dislike. Um, and yeah, so they, I mean, they took Beatles, and they, they don't play Beatles being performed by the Beatles because it's cheaper to have some unknown actor sing it. I, I don't. I didn't like it. We have uh, a number of people bringing up uh, more Asian or local films. So FX, F- FXKA says all of P. Ramli's movies. Um, Curry Minnell says Jigar Danda, which is a Tamil film. And then Alibaba Bujang Lapo, Madhu Tiga. And then Sound of Music, Mrs. Doubtfire, Ghostbusters. Hazira says P. Ramli movies for the win. Cairo says Pandeka and Saniman Bujang Lapo. Husni says talking about comedy, all the P. Ramli comedy movies are highly rewatchable. My favorite rewatch movies also also include Godfather 1 and 2, Reservoir Dogs, John Wick 1 and Inception. That is a really varied list of rewatches. Isn't it? Isn't it? That's yeah. quite something. <laughs> I mean, very, very Ramli movies. <laughs> Charming, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, but uh, Shamila, what about, what about uh, Bollywood uh, Indian movies? You, well, I'm you... glad you mention it because uh, Kiara says Kabi Kushi Kabi Gum, uh, which is a Shah Rukh Khan film. And I feel like most of those films are so rewatchable. And and in the same way that you can watch, say, your the office clips on YouTube, mm, mm. the great thing about Indian films is that you can watch the songs. Um, and, and in fact, there are whole programs dedicated on TV channels that only show you the song sequences from the movies. So in a way, they actually allow you to keep interacting with the film and re-watching and re-listening. Um, I think a lot of Indian films are really, really rewatchable. You mean listening to them in the background? Yes. Then you keep thinking about the scenes and yeah, yeah. We have, let's see, so many more coming in. I'm trying to get to as many of them as we can before we have to close. Uh, we have Ange- Angeline saying, My top rewatch, Dead Poet Society, John Keating, mm. but only in their dreams can men truly be free. It was always thus and always thus will be. Robin mm. Williams, I think, has some of the most rewatchable movies, right? Like you think about Jumanji, Dead Poet Society, uh, Good Morning Vietnam. Ooh, he has a lot of rewatchable movies. Mrs. Doubtfire. Doubtfire. Um, yeah, Robin Williams is rewatchable. Like I would yeah, literally I, watch yeah. anything he does, um, even on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Actually, I would go with the film director Peter Peter Weir, though. I think that he is mm. very rewatchable. Um, Master and Commander for me. Um, I can I can rewatch that one. Uh, so, well, are there particular directors that are rewatchable? Because we mentioned Nolan earlier, yeah. Um, and you know, a lot of his movies end up being very rewatchable. Spielberg, I think, is quite a rewatchable director. And then there are others like Darren Aronofsky, who I never actually want to yeah. rewatch, even when I love his films. Ridley Scott, I think, is rewatchable. Oh, yeah, yes. Ridley, yeah, 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 Ridley yeah. Scott. Some of his um, movies. Tony Scott, actually. Oh yes, um, oh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we were talking about the the Tom Cruise genre, <laughs> and that was perhaps created by Tony Scott, who's who's a a, a good Michael Bay. Mm, yes, um, <laughs> a, a better Michael Bay. Yes, yes, for but, sure. Yeah, yeah. 
Joe says, number one, Forrest Gump. Number two, Forrest Gump. Number three, Forrest Ooh. Gump. I mean, we're talking about rewatching, aren't it's quite, we? quite specific, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Hilmi also says Forrest Gump. Um, I agree. I think Forrest Gump, again, the, the comedic and emotional beats are very rewatchable. Rewatchable, but it's also a long movie, though. So you have to set some time aside, right? It's not a, it's not a quick rewatch. Oh, you can skip through some parts. Or you can, like, once you've watched it once, you, you know, when he's running across the country, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can, like, go get a snack. That's true. That's true. Um, mm. Norma, Norman Rashid says any Wes Anderson movie oh and Bujang Lapo nice choices Wes Anderson definitely we have let's see just to close off um, let's see Ooh, Sean says Goonies Stand By Me Braveheart and then Young says Braveheart nice I haven't seen Braveheart in a long time I don't think I ever rewatched Braveheart mm. I mean it's got yeah. all these grand scenes but I can't do Mel Gibson anymore also. Yeah. Yeah. Gladiator, though. So And I kind of feel I can guess the age of that person. I think he's 48 years old. <laughs> is, this the, yeah. is this the extrapolation between the Goonies yeah. and the Braveheart? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ooh, um, Song Beng says, Entourage rewatched five times all eight seasons. Um, yeah, I know. Ari Gold, it's just golden. And then action thriller movies, Mad Max Fury Road, Grease. Why no one mentioned that? The greatest musical yeah. ever. You know, I love Grease. I've rewatched it so many times. Like Cam said, some of it makes me a little uncomfortable now when I rewatch, uh, but I completely get it. Sometimes I just rewatch the song so I don't have to think about the political correctness issues in the film. You know, Grease is, is really good. I mean, it was made in the 70s. Uh, it was already nostalgia of the 50s, and now it's, well, nostalgiating further back again. It's, it's really, and John Travolta at that time, and Olivia Newton John, and it's, it's really great. It's good, but then you get like you can see that the teenagers were were not teenagers. Yeah, that's the whole point. That's the whole point, though. It it was, it it. it I mean, the original play was people who were in their thirties, even forties, playing their youth right. back in the fifties. Yeah. So it it's it's about that that kind of um, theatrical quality. Mm-hmm. Ken Ling says that indescribable feeling of wanting to touch and feel the setting of the movie. I felt that when rewatching. The Matrix Reloaded, despite the movie's flaws in storytelling. The OG Matrix is cool as well, but it's the immediate sequel, not the conclusion, that had me ended up re-watch- ending up rewatching. Musicals are rewatchable for me too. I miss Oliver and I try to watch oh, clips on YouTube often. My That's my favourite. My favourite nice. is Oliver. Now, Oliver's yeah, I a great it. rewatch. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm really interested in The Matrix Reloaded um, being the film that made you want to touch and feel it because... That's interesting. No, I can get. I get that. Actually, I felt that with that when I watched that movie. This is. I was thinking. This is a terrible film, but it's. 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 It looks beautiful. It's it, beautiful. Yeah. But terrible. <laughs> uh, Calvin says Rocky one, two, and three, and Fight Club. I'm sensing a theme. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and just to close off and bring us back right to the beginning, since we talked about uh, Tom Cruise genres, Atlas says. Well, first, Atlas says yes, Minister and yes, Prime Minister. Sir Humphrey oh, yeah. was played perfectly. Person of Interest is another good series, and then goes on to say the Mission Impossible series, Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, Fallout. Looking forward to Dead Reckoning. Oh, yeah, me too. Me too. Same. And same, all yeah. of them will be rewatchable, I'm very sure. Uh, Cam, thank you so much for going on this nostalgic journey with us. 
Oh, well, I'll do a nostalgia journey anytime. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you so much. We've been talking about movies and TV shows that we love rewatching. Keep yours coming. You can WhatsApp us 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. You can also write to us at movies at bfm dot my. You've been listening to Popcorn Culture BFM eighty nine point nine. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.